This episode of Intelligent Medicine is brought to you by Youthful Energy, providing you with a unique energy support of pure NT Factor. NT Factor is the only nutritional formula clinically proven to reduce fatigue, whatever the cause, age, illness, or just being run down. NT Factor from Nutritional Therapeutics repairs damaged cells and restores healthy bacteria in your digestive tract. Clinical trials have shown NT Factor reduces fatigue by almost half, and it even reverses some symptoms of aging. I've been taking NT Factor for years. With a 45-day money-back guarantee, you have nothing to lose. To order, call 800-982-9158, 800-982-9158, or go to ntfactor.com. That's ntfactor.com. Welcome to today's Intelligent Medicine Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. We're going to talk to one of my favorite guests. He's one of those point-and-shoot experts on a variety of subjects. Uh, You've heard him here before on Intelligent Medicine. He's uh, Jim Laval, an internationally recognized heart and immune health expert. He's got over 35 years of clinical experience, and he is uh, the Renaissance man. He is so prolific and productive <laughs> that uh, I, I can't keep up with him. I mean, he's, I keep seeing his name popping up uh, this or that or the other uh, conference. Uh, he's got all kinds of uh, enterprises out there. Uh, you have a, an active practice as well. Are you seeing patients uh, out in Southern California? I sure am. Yeah, without a doubt. I've got a very robust practice. So uh, I think it's important to have a practice because yep. you, you learn about, you know, what's going on with people. You stay current. Exactly. And and that's one of the reasons why uh, I'm very happy to remain in practice, uh, you know, seeing patients in addition to, uh, you know, doing a lot of this educational stuff, you know, podcasts and a radio program. I, I feel that it's where the rubber meets the road. You know, so when we talk about something hypothetical, like, oh, you know, great, I read the studies that yeah, makes a lot of sense. But then uh, when you use the stuff in patients and you see the response, uh, I think that really uh, makes a difference for a practitioner to be more authoritative. And you certainly bring that to the table. Uh, so welcome back, uh, Jim, to the Intelligent Medicine Podcast. Uh, you know, you and I as medical professionals who see patients, uh, let's uh, enlighten our listeners on what they can do to support their heart health through supplementation as well as lifestyle choices. Uh, and there's an additional uh, dimension to this now because um, what heightens our awareness of cardiovascular problems is these are the self-same problems that put, put, put people at risk for COVID-19. Uh, bad outcomes, death, and hospitalization. So um, uh, explain the connection. What's going on there? Yeah, exactly. So, you know, the, in the end, what really starts to create a, what I would call metabolic weakness in people where they're, they, they lose their reserve or their capacity or their durability uh, to be able to fight things off, uh, whether that's fighting off a bug or fighting off plaque, that's going on to the inner linings of your arteries is the process of inflammation and inflammation. Isn't just my elbow hurts or my knee hurts uh, or my muscles hurt. There's really microscopic inflammation going on in every cell of our body when either we're under excessive stress or maybe we're not eating well, or maybe our exercise habits, either over exercising or not exercising enough. Uh, it could be environmental burden. Uh, it could be genetic predisposition combined with all of these things. And so in the end, what happens 
is we start, our body starts to be unable to turn off those inflammatory signals. Inflammation's there for a reason. It's supposed to help your body heal, Mm -hmm. but it's supposed to turn off. And when inflammation does not turn off, what happens is at the cell level, you create an engine for creating inflammatory compounds. They're called cytokines or chemokines that then trigger a whole reaction of damage everywhere from cells and tissues and organs, as well as depleting our pool of immune support that we would normally have available. And then we get affronted with a virus like COVID, for example, Mm -hmm. and now our body doesn't have the capacity to be able to be resilient and fight that off. And it actually ends up accelerating the inflammatory signaling because it's almost as if you had a small brush Mm -hmm. fire going in your body. It becomes a runaway reaction. It's like a self-perpetuating reaction. Exactly. And that's the issue. And, And that's the commonality between heart disease and what's been happening with and, and really, a lot of chronic diseases, whether you look at diabetes or heart disease or neurodegenerative disorders, there's an inflammatory component. And it's also the same way when you're not able to fend off uh, flus or bugs that we get assaulted with, that we already have an inflammatory process going in our body that's weakened us and then allows for that acceleration to occur. And that's actually called, and I know we talked about this in a previous uh, interview metaflammation, metabolic mm. inflammation leading to inflam aging or inflammatory aging. And those are the terms that are showing up in all of the peer reviewed literature now. So it's finally, you know, Dr. Hoffman, what we've been talking about for years is at least finally getting recognized and being put into the medical literature is there's something to lifestyle, nutrients, and managing these processes. Uh, with the decisions we make uh, about our health and about our lives. And that that's really what I think is key and important, what's happened over this last year. People are starting to understand, oh, I actually need to start to take responsibility for my health. Just a pill may not fix it. Well, you know, when it comes to cardiovascular disease, such a multifaceted thing. I mean, it's not just about cholesterol, although uh, they would have you believe that it's just a matter of uh, lowering your cholesterol with uh, some sort of, uh, you know, very draconian diet, uh, you know, no fat, uh, you know, no meat, uh, or alternatively lowering it with a, a statin. But there's so much more to it. it. It is about, as you said, inflammation. It's about insulin resistance. Uh, it's about blood thickening. It's about high blood pressure. Uh, it also may uh, partake of the microbiome because of, you know, influenced by the gut on uh, some of these processes through the body. You know, what happens in the gut doesn't necessarily stay in the gut. I didn't coin that phrase, but uh, it is appropriate. Uh, so there is a supplement that, that seems to hit on all cylinders that's a favorite of ours. And that, of course, is aged uh, garlic extract. Yeah, I, I have to tell you, over the 20 years of, you know, reviewing aged garlic extract information, uh, and it continues to be published. I mean, just this year, five more studies came out showing the effect, the cardiometabolic effect, how it lowers risk from multiple fronts. And I, th- and I think it's very rare to find one product that has human studies 
that shows, first of all, that it lowers blood pressure, that it improves the way our blood vessels are able to expand and contract. So the pliability of the blood vessels improve, and they've measured that. It, it happens. And it, people will typically see about a 10-point reduction in their systolic blood pressure and a six-point reduction in their diastolic pressure. And that's across multiple human trials. So the first piece is that it helps to reduce endothelial dysfunction, the inner lining of the arteries and the pliability of the arteries. Mm -hmm. So that's important. The next one that's really important is that it's been shown to reduce oxidized LDL Mm -hmm. as well as lipoproteins or the unfriendly lipoproteins, what we, what we would call the bad actor lipids like apolipoprotein B, So, for it, so it doesn't just lower or cholesterol. I think it's overly simplistic, so it lowers cholesterol. You know, <laughs> Whether it lowers cholesterol or not, it changes the characteristics of cholesterol. We take a more nuanced approach to cholesterol. Not all cholesterol is destructive or bad. It's essential for well, tissue repair and for brain health and so on. Well, yeah, you make your hormones out of cholesterol. So, you know, one of my yeah, pet peeves is I see all, all, the, all these men that are on max dose statins and their testosterone's in the in the yep. dumper because they can't make it. Yep. If you don't have the building blocks, you can't make it. Mm -hmm. uh, so, yes, it's multifaceted. So in addition to the fact that it helps to get kind of manage the bad actor lipids, and at the same time, it, it uh, also affects making healthier lipids, all of that makes a huge difference on how a person's going to do with managing their cardiometabolic risk. Now, it doesn't stop there, though. So you mentioned the microbiome. So what they found out uh, mm -hmm. was that when you take aged garlic extract in hypertensive individuals, their microbiome actually improved. It became more diverse. So mm -hmm. what they found is that it acts as a prebiotic. Hmm. And so aged garlic extract, in addition to the novel effects that it has on, on improving kind of the, the lipid profile, mm -hmm. uh, it also is affecting your microbiome. And that may actually be one of the mechanisms by how it's working so well, because it's by improving diversity of the microbiome, we're down regulating the effect of inflammatory compounds from the gut. And it, and the other piece to that is, is that, you know, when, when your microbiome is compromised, you release a lot of a compound called lipopolysaccharide. Mm -hmm. And and there's a lot of literature that would say that circulating lipopolysaccharide, and mm -hmm. basically lipopolysaccharide, it's the cell wall of the bacteria that yes. has died off. It gets released, and your liver and your lymph are supposed to be the filters for that. Mm -hmm. But yet what happens is, is when you make too much of it, you can't filter it enough. And then it circulates and it attaches to the cardiac myocytes. It actually attaches mm -hmm. to your heart tissue, attaches to your kidneys, attaches and, and triggers inflammation in the inner linings of the arteries. Because what lipopolysaccharide does is it can go directly into the cell. Mm -hmm. So it can go directly into the cell membrane, right through the cell, or it can attach to what's called the lipopolysaccharide uh, receptor. And so it has two ways that it turns on a gene that's very bad for us to get turned on in a chronic level. It's called NF-kappa B. Mm -hmm. And NF-kappa B basically turns on a whole host of inflammatory compounds to get made. So it's kind of like starting the engine 
to make every cell in your body make inflammatory chemistry. So having the microbiome intact, as well as having a direct effect on limiting the inflammatory process going on in your body makes it incredibly powerful. And that's just the beginning of the effect of aged garlic extract. There are, there's, uh, there are other mechanisms that are pretty incredible that, you know, I was even amazed. And I don't know, Dr. Hoffman, have you seen the, the uh, pictures of uh, the inner lining of arteries in humans that they imaged and they showed that at the beginning? the endothelium was really irregular. So it was kind of like a hose mm-hmm. that uh, had a weak spot in it, right? Yep. So it was too thin It was too thin, and the other part's too thick. And then mm-hmm. they had people on aged garlic. And then you looked at the picture after a year, and the inner lining of the artery was perfectly round hmm. and completely normal all the way around. They actually imaged that. I mean, that's pretty compelling. A, a picture is you really know, worth I, a thousand I, I, words, even though this is a radio. But, you know, what you described in terms right. of the influence of intestinal toxicity on the body was actually envisioned uh, over 100 years ago by, as you know, uh, Eli uh, Mechnikoff, who won a Nobel Prize, I believe it was 1904 or 1906. Uh, and what he uh, said is that intestinal toxicity is a driver of disease. And... Uh, you know, after he advanced that theory, uh, modern science uh, started to intervene and they came up with, you know, all kinds of drug advances. And they said, you know, that's just an old wives tale. It's, you know, that that intestinal toxicity right. thing. That's what they used to think. They used to give people enemas and they used to believe that people should go on detox uh, programs and take uh, fiber and take uh, acidophilus and fermented foods. And that's just old hat. That's not scientific. And now it's 120 years later. Isn't it interesting that through high tech uh, breakthroughs, we're beginning to discover precisely how uh, lip- uh, LPS, lipopolysaccharides, uh, exert their damaging effects on organs throughout the body because of leaky gut syndrome, because of you know transposition of the, the bacterial toxins into the circulatory system. Uh, it I, I'm just in awe of how the paradigm. Uh, uh, turns around and, and how we, you know, ancient knowledge is sometimes uh, ignored uh, and then comes back with a vengeance. Uh, you're, you're so right. And I think if I'm not mistaken, uh, even Hippocrates, the you know, thought to be the father of medicine, right? Yeah. Hippocrates said death begins in the colon. I mean, yeah. it's, it's an amazing process that we finally go full circle and we see that that uh, it's incredibly important that our gut is more than whether we have a good bowel movement or not, that all of this inflammatory signaling, I know I talked to some, you know, what we call functional cardiologists that say, you know, I feel like I'm more of a gastroenterologist than a cardiologist anymore because mm-hmm. I'm, I'm always working yeah. on people's guts in order to help correct their, their cardiometabolic dysfunction, right? Uh, so it's really an interesting um, process. What's the secret uh, sauce in aged garlic extract that influences the microbiome? Is it the uh, allyl uh, sulfide chemicals, or is it does it act as a prebiotic feeding good bacteria, or is it uh, all of the above? Well, I, I think it's probably an all of the above event, but but it's actually been seen to behave in studies like a prebiotic. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, if, if, you're re- if your listeners aren't used to the term prebiotic, obviously probiotics are taking bugs, mm-hmm. you know, the good bugs, the good beneficial flora, and you ingest them, and then they feed in your intestine, and it helps you to grow good bugs throughout your intestinal tract. 
uh, particularly in the large intestine. Uh, but then prebiotics, uh, now a lot of attention is being brought to prebiotics because prebiotics actually give the food to those bugs so that they can survive and they can generate, you know, different compounds, everything from hormones that help to regulate appetite to uh, a compound called butyrate, which helps the lining of your intestine be healthy. Uh, and so it's, you know, the, the prebiotic effect uh, is actually just discovered over the last couple of years. So this is a new discovery for, for aged garlic extract. And, you know, equally impressive is the fact that it stops bone mineral density loss. Ooh, so, th- you that's, know, a, that's a new wrinkle, realize. but that's worth uh, spending some time on. <laughs> Yeah, exactly. and I saw that study, and I said, "Whoa!" I mean, you know what? You know what else can it do? Can it, uh, you know, bring you your morning paper and your slippers? You know, and and uh, you know, it does exactly. everything. It's like man's best yeah, friend, without you know? a doubt. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I'll tell you what. I think aged garlic extract. I mean, other than essential nutrients, so you can't underplay the the importance of magnesium, the importance of vitamin C. Now, the importance of you know, key nutrients like vitamin D or zinc, but once you get past the fact that there's essential vitamins and minerals uh, and amino acids that our body needs, I feel like aged garlic extract is at the top of the list on I'm going to reach for something that has a, mm-hmm. a pleiotropic or a multitasking effect right. on your body. I mean, and, I mean and, and there's not another, I don't know of another product that has 870 publications on right. and, and, it. I, I and guess, I hats off to uh, Wakanaga, which is, I don't, I, I don't think I know of any other uh, nutritional company uh, that uh, invests so heavily in underwriting uh, research uh, to validate, uh, you know, essentially what, what works. I mean, many companies, you know, sort of draft on scientific literature. They'll look something up on Medline and they'll say, wow, you know, that sounds really good. Let me offer a product. But uh, this is a company that just uh, keeps on uh, subjecting their products to, you know, rigorous scientific studies where, you know, frankly, you know, things could go wrong. I mean, you know, you, you put something out there, you know, double blind placebo controlled trial and, you know, maybe it isn't that great shakes. And study after study continues to validate its its benefits. Yeah, I would say, you know, when I look at it, um, for example, I know we got plenty of time to talk about these. So yeah. I want to visit that, that uh, bone uh, density sure. issue. Sure, yeah, let's go to that because uh, that's really gingivitis, important. Yeah, yeah, then, then, then we'll hit the gingivitis one too because that was Im- impressive as well. So with bone mineral density, what they were doing, they were doing these scans and they were measuring the bone. While they were looking at cardiac uh, calcification with these scans mm-hmm. and the effect of aged garlic on reducing progression of coronary artery calcium, which they proved that it does reduce the mm-hmm. progression of coronary artery calcium, as much as 76% improvement when you're on a statin, for example, mm-hmm. versus on, uh, and you add aged garlic versus taking the statin alone. Yeah. But what they also found was, was that bone mineral density loss stopped in hmm. the aged garlic group. And so what that means is when you, when you stop losing bone density, that means you, because what, what's, what a lot of people don't realize, when you lose bone density, that calcium ends up on your artery. Mm-hmm. There's yeah. a direct correlation to bone loss and coronary artery calcification. Yeah, it's calcification and, in all the wrong so places, yeah. It, not in the bone and too right. much in the, and, in the arteries. Exactly. And so what they found was that when people took aged garlic extract and they, they measured bone density, 
that bone density loss was completely halted. That sounds like and a vitamin K-like effect, doesn't it? Doesn't it sound like a, 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 an, it, a vitamin K2-like effect? Is it because there's vitamin K2 in there, or is it something separate and distinct, perhaps? There, I think it's separate and distinct, but it's very much like vitamin K2. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I think that when you start to look at it, you know, it's helping to keep the good lipids around and stopping the bad actor lipids, keeping the blood vessels flexible. Mm-hmm. You know, it's having an effect on the microbiome. It's stopping bone mineral density loss. You know, these are all very powerful and uh, ways that it really protects your arteries uh, from, you know, it's the old story, right? What they used to call it, hardening of the arteries, right? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's that, that's aging. And so the more we can keep those blood vessels pliable, the better we're going to age. And, uh, and, and that's just still the tip of the iceberg on all of the different aspects of what aged garlic extract has been able to do uh, in human clinical trials. I'm curious about uh, the know, periodontal disease really, study because that is a known risk factor uh, uh, for cardiovascular disease because of the inflammation that it causes. But also, mo- most recently, it, it's implicated in uh, Alzheimer's disease and dementia. So tell us about that. Well, yeah. So what they did was they had people with periodontal disease, so significant bleeding of the gums. And once again, what a lot of people don't realize is that plaque buildup that's in your teeth and in the gum lining actually contains lipopolysaccharide. Okay. So when you, so, so what happens is, is that, is, is that plaque uh, basically bursts, that lipopolysaccharide is swallowed and it's, it's carried by a binding protein called lipopolysaccharide binding protein. So you can kind of think of it as a handle that's put on the lipopolysaccharide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And carries it through, through, and you end up swallowing it. And now you're circulating lipopolysaccharide in the tissues. Ooh. And so, you know, that's why, that's why gingivitis and periodontal disease is a known risk factor for heart disease. And, mm-hmm. and it's because of that disruption in the bacteria in the, in the mouth. And so when they gave 3.6 grams of aged garlic extract per day, what they found was that gingival bleeding significantly went down and reduced uh, any of the gingival swelling that was present in those individuals in the study. That, that sounds like six capsules of the reserve, uh, the uh, aged garlic, kaolic uh, aged garlic that's, reserve, extra strength reserve, right? Six. That's correct. Because normally right. for cardiovascular, I would six. use uh, four, which is 2,400. So for this, you need, it's 3.6 right. grams, 3,600. So you would go with six for that kind of situation. Okay. That's exactly right. And and uh, so, you know, once again, when you start to look at one compound having this kind of effect, pretty fascinating. And then when you start to look at the other aspects to aged garlic extract, whether it be on a dipinectin levels, which are which is an important compound for you to be able to uh, trigger your your insulin receptors to function, right? That's really important. It also has been shown to reduce inflammatory cytokines in people that were overweight because you know folks don't realize when you're overweight, mm-hmm. the fat that you're storing in your body actually is an engine for an incl- inflammatory compounds. They're called adipokines. Right. And so being able to being able to reduce 
the release of those inflammatory compounds, which aged garlic was shown to do, it significantly reduced both interleukin-6, which is a cytokine, and it's kind of one of the big bad cytokines yeah. being cited a lot in the literature. Uh, actually, it, uh, it's, it, it's come to the fore in, in COVID-19 because IL-6 levels predict bad outcomes in COVID-19. Uh, you know, again, we're not suggesting that, exactly. you know, to, uh, you know, take a couple of Kyolics and call us in the morning if you have COVID. It's not a panacea-like thing, but, right. you know, having that on board could, you know, along with, you know, other requisite nutrients could be part of a uh, a preventive program. Uh, I'm going to uh, ask you to pause because we've got a lot more questions and, you know, I'm learning so much each and every time I talk to you. And, you know, it sounds like, yeah, we're talking about some of the same things, but they're is continuous new information about the benefits of kyolic aged garlic extract, and you're uh, great at uh, you know explaining it in a in a understandable way to our listeners. So let's uh, impart some more information in part two. Uh, our guest is Jim Laval. Uh, he is uh, a pharmacist, a certified clinical nutritionist, uh, and he's got you know several other initials, uh, too numerous to recount. Uh, an educator, author and clinician. Uh, I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is the Intelligent Medicine Podcast.